welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. So, um, if you guys have not been caught up with everything, please watch the last two podcast episodes because this is kind of a continuation of that. Um, But if you guys have listened and are all caught up or you don't mind just kind of starting halfway or in the middle of something, then welcome back everyone. So as you guys know, as a quick summary, I, um, the last couple episodes basically was me talking about my boyfriend and, you know, things like he made me feel very comfortable with sex and things like that. We would try new things and I was like, wow, this is nice. Then he would say things like, do you think we're going to last? But it was more in like a, do you think we're going to last? Like a dreamy way of saying it. Like, do you think we'll get married one day? Like a type, like almost like that. And, you know, I would say, I think so. I think so. And um, then he would say, I love you. And then I would say, oh, uh, what did you say? And he would just change it and he would never be direct. So, um, we were supposed to hang out last weekend, but as you guys know, um, last Tuesday was the last day I spoke to him and he just completely ghosted me. He didn't block me. He didn't delete me. He just ceased to exist. He didn't open my messages. It was like he didn't care about me anymore. Um, The last conversation we had was just me asking about his birthday. Like, hey, I know your birthday's literally Christmas Day. Is there anything you might want? And he was just like, oh, no, you know, I might see my son. And then he just stopped answering my messages. Now... He still hasn't messaged me, and I told myself if he did not show up on Friday because he was supposed to show up this weekend and hang out with me, then he did, in fact, break up with me without telling me, which I think is the absolute worst way to dump someone um, because it's kind of left with a what if. You know, like, what if he ended up getting into a car accident? What if he ended up being injured? What if something happened to him? And it's not that he ghosted me, so he had no access to it. Or what if, you know, his phone broke? Or, I mean, his phone was something he barely used anyway, but it was just like, well, what if his phone broke? And at least if someone breaks up with you and says, hey, look, it's not working out, or I don't like you anymore, or whatever, you know that that person just isn't interested in you anymore. And they can also tell you why, right? And... With this way, it leaves me with even more questions, and I feel like it's a lot of disrespect, which I really, really don't think that I deserved. Um, It would be one thing if I had cheated on him or, you know, treated him badly or made fun of him or anything like that, but to maybe not like something about me and to not help communicate that in a way that I could you know, potentially fix it or work on it together, like, I think is a little crazy. Um, 
it's even more wild that someone says I love you and they're so quick to block you on things. I did get a few opinions on this, um, more, more like, you know, family talking about it, but, um, my, my mom was like, well, you know, he probably just didn't like that you didn't say I love you back. And he probably was like, if she's not serious about me. And I said, I kept giving him chances to tell me directly because he kept changing his answer and like so how can I how is it my fault you know and I told her that in my experience with all the other times that I've been blocked or ghosted it's never my fault like it's always something is happening in their bubble in their world and honestly it could just be that it was too much at one time it could be that he was trying to throw himself into a relationship that was very very new and act like he was in a relationship that was two years in you know and I don't know if he saw that maybe it wasn't escalating the way that he wanted it to maybe he was I mean we had only dated for a week and a half honestly and he couldn't even justify just telling me he didn't want to be with me anymore um he was already like telling his family that we're going I'm going camping with them and like he was jumping into things and I think it was on the last day or near the last day that he actually did say something along the lines of we should get tattoos together we should get tattoos and he had a few and he had he had also he also had plans to get um some tattoos done like new ones and I was like, um, I mean, if you want tattoos, that's great. But for me personally, I don't want tattoos on myself. I don't like pain. I'm very indecisive. I just don't like the way a tattoo would look on me. It's just not my thing. And he was like, why not? Like, you could just get a white one or you could get a very, very tiny one. Or, you know, you could even get like a ring on your finger or a design on your finger. And I was like, no, it's just not something I'm interested in. I just don't want a tattoo. And he did seem a little offended by that. And so I don't know if he was like in his head, his perfect girl or maybe his exes were all like, yeah, let's get a tattoo together. Yeah, like, yeah, let's like keep in mind. I've only dated you for a week and a half. You're saying I love you. You're saying let me meet my, like, hey, I want you to meet my parents. You're saying let's get tattoos together. And I think it's very erratic. It was like someone that was like almost just like, it was like someone jam packing years of experience and trust and dedication into a week and a half. And so, it's very, very, very fast. And it was always like when one thing was a yes, the next thing would be right behind it on, okay, well, now that you said yes to this, okay, here's the next crazy thing. Oh, okay, here's the next crazy thing. And it just like kept going. And so like, what if I had said yes to the tattoo? What would be the next thing? Oh, okay, now that we have a tattoo together, like, let's um, get married. Let, let me move in. Let me, like, let's have a baby together. Like, I just don't know where it would have stopped. I don't know if he was just like, oh, I'm so tired of being single. Like, 
I've been single for three years. Let me just kind of make up for it. And I never want to be single again. Like, let's get married. Let's have kids. And I just don't know where it would have gone. Um, now, if his phone had broke and he knew we had plans on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, he definitely knew where I lived and he definitely could have came here because he would have known that I was free. And when he didn't show up, I felt, okay, yeah, he just doesn't respect me. I just met nothing to him. I don't know if he had other girls. I don't know if he found a girl that just was like more adventurous or more risque than I was. I don't know if he was really hard on himself. The last day we were together, he like was suffering from ED, erectile dysfunction. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I have no clue. It could have totally been something about me that he didn't like. But again, if you do like someone, those are things you communicate. If you feel so insecure about yourself, tell your partner that, you know, like, that's why I'm here is to like, help support you. I was very insecure about certain things. And he made me feel better. And like, I would hope that he would feel the same around me. But again, I just don't know. And like, if on the off chance, it's that 1% where he did get hurt, or he did get into an accident or something. I hope he is okay. But I would never know. Like, I, I would never know that that happened. Because no one's reached out to me. No one's said anything to me. And I'm basically chopped liver, which is crazy. Um, and he would always say things like, you're the best one, like person I've ever been around. Like, you make me feel things I've never felt before. You're like so beautiful. All of these things. And it just kind of goes to show you that people will say anything to sleep with you. And we slept with each other quite a bit, but... I don't know why someone would just leave after a week and a half. I don't know. Maybe December is just a hard month for him. Um, because he doesn't have his kid this month. I don't know. But I am now in the dating scene again. And I went on a date um, on Saturday. Because to me, dating does get my mind off things. And I was like, okay... And I met with this guy that I thought was nice and I thought we had a good time together and he was saying things that everyone says, which is like, oh, I would love to see you again. Like, you know, and he was talking to my dog and he was like, if like, I, I like, I'll be here next time if your mom allows me to. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll see. And so I was excited because I really liked him and he seemed really cool, goofy, funny. But... Before we met, the conversation was a lot more consistent. You know, it was like he would text every few hours and he would, you know, because we were only texting a couple days. And um, after we met, he, I said good morning, you know, and like the next day and he read my message and completely fucking ignored it. <laughs> And then the next day, he didn't say anything. And so uh, today, 
I sent him a message saying, clearly you are not interested in me. I hope you have a great holiday. And then I just unmatched him and blocked him because when a guy's really interested in you, he's going to make an effort. He, if with it, Where there is a will, there is a way. I have had guys that I was no longer interested in reach out to me on LinkedIn because I blocked them on everything else, okay? And so y- you can't just say, oh, I was so busy. I'm so-. No, because if you have someone on your mind at all times, you're going to try to find a way to get to them. Like You're going to try to find a way to communicate with them. And clearly I was not a priority in his mind, even though we met one time. You reading my message and then just ignoring it is ridiculous, I feel like. Um, Because before the effort was there, like, there was conversation. And it, again, like, I'm already kind of at a low. Like, I already feel really bad. I don't know what I did to chase away someone that I liked. And now I go on a date. I think it's going well. And the same thing happens. I'm supposed to meet with someone tomorrow, and he seems promising, but at the rate that things are going, it's just a rejection after a rejection. But I know, and I'm a very strong believer, that when a lot of, um, when something bad happens, it's to offset something good happening, and they might not be in the same realm. So, for example, like, I lost my boyfriend last week because he ghosted me and treated me like nothing after that but this week I have worked a lot of overtime I like over the weekend I got two weekend um gigs with dog sitting so I'm making more money I um am doing that as like a kind of like a distraction honestly um because I was mostly focusing on myself this weekend like I only saw one person um But I also um, got a job interview for a higher position and I am still losing weight and when good things happen, sometimes something bad happens to offset it. Not to offset it, more to keep things at balance and to make you appreciate the good things more. And so I actually chipped my nail today. So like there's just a balance I feel with the universe. And I've always been a very strong believer in that, that things really, really, really do happen for a reason. And I have, like, pretty weird beliefs, I guess. Like, I feel like sometimes things are predetermined, which I know that there's, like, people that say that there is free will. And there are people that say, oh, well, there's free will within an extent. And then there's people that say, no, you have no free will. You think you do, but... But you don't, you know, you're just like a a hamster on a wheel, right? Thinking that you're running a marathon and you're really not. Um, And so for me, I'm kind of in the middle. I think that point A to point B will always be point A to point B. But the way you get there is always going to be like there's going to be variety there, right? Like, like if I told you you're going to wake up today. And on Friday, you're going to end up in Disney, like Disney World. It doesn't matter if you flew to Disney, if you took a car to Disney, if you walked the whole entire week to get to Disney. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, no matter whether it was great or bad, 
you end up somehow at Disney. No matter what you do, it could be that you didn't even know that you were supposed to go to Disney, but, you know, randomly someone was like, hey, here's a free ticket. You know, whatever your journey is, you will always end up at that checkpoint is what I call them because it's a a thing in your life that was always going to happen no matter what. And I feel like sometimes these little things come into our life to kind of keep us humble and sometimes they're like triggers to end up doing something that was always meant to be a checkpoint in life um and I know that's kind of deep and that's also kind of like um hard to follow but it's just something I've always thought but yeah so right now I am single I am dating I am on the prowl and Maybe it's for the better. I mean, I was keeping that I was moving to Seattle from him. I appreciate the things that he brought to the relationship. Like, he did help me a lot with, like, feeling more confident with sex. Um, but, I mean, I, I do wish him the best. And I hope that he is okay, for sure. Like, I I really do wish he's okay. Like, I, I don't know if something happened to him. But I do think I deserve someone that gives me the grace of having my time. Like, that things are not just escalated all the time. It's not always like, okay, like, here's the next thing, here's the next thing, here's the next thing. Like, I like, maybe I need someone that has patience with me. And he did, but he didn't have patience in the relationship. And I know that's hard to follow as well, but, like, he had patience when it came to sex and doing sexual things and, like, okay, I'll do this, but I won't do that. But in the actual relationship itself, it was, like, the milestones of a relationship, like, date me, I love you, let's do this, let's do that, like, let's get tattoos, all of that. Um, All of that was escalated. It was very compact into a very short amount of time, and I, I need someone that's able to spread that out more and kind of savor each moment versus getting them out of the way. Um, because I, I haven't been in love. I've never been in love. I thought I've been in love one time. And maybe I have and I didn't know it. But I guess the best way to say is I've never had mutual love. I've never had someone that I loved and loved me back. And as many times and as much as someone can say, I would never do that to you. I would never do that to you. It just keeps happening to me. And so I'm not going to say I love you to someone that I've only known for a week and a half to make them feel better. Because I know that they don't love me. And I would never want to put myself in a situation where I'm lying to you about how I feel about you. And now feelings do start to grow really fast because suddenly I'm saying this word that holds so much meaning. If we were spinning things around and if we're also looking for maybe another reason that I was left, it could also be that sometimes people use love as a weapon and sometimes people use it as a sword and they can hurt you with it. And if you don't give someone what they want exactly when they want it, then they'll leave you. Sometimes people will use love as like, 
okay, well, once she starts saying I love you, then I can start manipulating her. Like, this whole thing is love bombing. I want to manipulate her. And then I can really show myself. And I can really start doing things. And I can really start introducing things that are not good behaviors. And start really, you know, I'm going to build her up as much as I can. And then I'm going to start knocking her down. And maybe I was lucky where he escaped now and he like didn't start tearing me down because i've been in an emotionally abusive relationship before where i was the one that was on the bad end of things um i was the one being abused and i didn't even know it and so again sometimes things happen for a reason and i definitely think that this is good that this happened as much as in the moment it felt very upsetting because it was so unexpected and even now i still think is he okay is he okay But I do think ultimately that it is for the best that we're just not together because I feel like he would have asked something of me that I couldn't do. And sometimes he would say things like, oh, like, I'm never going to I'm never going to, you know, tell you to do something. And like, obviously, you can do whatever you want. But like in that, you can tell that there was like one option he really wanted And so if we ended up being together for a long time and then I moved to Seattle, I feel like he'd guilt trip me and he would just like, I don't know. I just wasn't his person. I just, guys, I wasn't his person. There's a girl out there that's a lot better for him than I am. And maybe he met her already and maybe they're together right now. And I hope they are. Everyone deserves um, a slice of joy, right? So... That is it for Date Minds Think Alike, and my boyfriend dumped me. (laughs) Have a good one, guys.